0: You're listening to Irish Illustrated Insider. It's Thursday, October 8th, two days before Notre Dame entertains Florida State. Notre Dame a 20, 20 and a half point favorite, 52 over under. You know, I said the other day that, uh, I mean, I gave Florida State a more of a fighting chance and I still do just under the circumstances. But boy, the more you watch their first three games, they are a disjointed football team. It's what you have. You have talented individuals, but you have a bunch of individuals running around out there offensively and defensively.
1: It's a total rebuild. I mean, and they're still in the teardown phase, so yeah. it, it, I don't think you're going to see anything on Saturday night that's going to, I don't know, press Notre Dame, barring a really bizarre set of circumstances where you, know, you got some special teams gaffs or miscues. I just Florida State's not nearly good enough to to press Notre Dame. I think they are. If you just change the name
2: to Florida Atlantic. You'd say, man, Florida Atlantic has three future pros running around out there playing a good game. That's impressive. I think that's what it comes down to. I mean, Kamori and Terry will be good. He's going to beat Notre Dame's corners. He beat Notre Dame's playoff corners two years ago. Asante Samuel Jr. will make some plays against Notre Dame's wide receivers that weren't getting open against Duke's corners. Other than that, Notre Dame is just way better than. Yeah. Minnesota. But
0: you know, you know all it takes. I mean, the difference yeah. between taking charge early. And falling behind early is a a Rusty Ian Book being picked by Asante Samuel for a pick six. Yeah. Or um, you know, that the little 5'8 Ladamian Webb is pretty quick, the running back. I mean, you get a you get a wrong run fit and a safety that's out of position. You know, now you now you're chasing points and you, like it's a how in the world did this happen? Well, a play or two plays can change that. Having said all that, I don't anticipate that happening, although. You know, Ian Book coming out rusty after not playing three games is a is a clear possibility.
2: Yeah, to your point, Tim. Uh, Duke's fifty five yard play where they interfered with Sean Crawford and then outran the defense for fifty five yards. He was eventually caught. Florida State guys probably score on that. So if that happens at the beginning of this game, it's seven nothing as opposed to getting stopped because right. he's not fast enough. You had
0: a you had a forty two yard run by South Florida. Where right. and Florida
2: State scores on that because he's faster right. than right. right. Or, I, or so to that to that point, I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean, Ian Book is not going to be so rusty that Notre Dame only scores 14 points, though. So I No, mean, no, no, I'm talking, no, about, that's, I'm talking, about, he's the talking about the optics of it.
0: Yeah, over the course of 60 minutes, we all, of course, expect Notre Dame to win. But it can be a little bit uncomfortable the first 20 if you just make a bad decision and make a bad play in Florida State has enough good players and good athletes to make a play to suddenly have Notre Dame chasing a little bit early in the game.
2: Duke was mildly uncomfortable as a 20 point underdog for the first, in the whole first half. The Duke game was, you, you figured they were just going to all, all of a sudden outman Duke, and they did, but that was uncomfortable for a half, right. right?
0: Yeah. You know, I said the other day, or Pete, I think maybe all three of us said it. Somebody asked about the game. I, if you're going to you either pick Florida State or nobody, I think that I clearly think the best pick is the under 52.
2: Yes, totally agree with you. I, I very much agree with that one.
0: We met with Brian. I will be
2: agreeing with that officially and publicly very soon on this, on these airways.
0: (laughs) We, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Yeah. We, um, we had a chance to, to uh, meet with about 15 minutes for Brian Kelly earlier today. Uh, He said what we said the other day that uh, Jack Kaiser wouldn't be available for the game. We had hinted that there was going to be something along the defensive line. That hint was with regard to tagovailoa Almosa and Brian Kelly named him as well. Those are two guys that we know will not be participating on Saturday.
1: I mean, this was something we talked about on Mondays. How does the defensive line rotation work with guys coming back who are positives that now are only going to play 50% of what they were going to play before, which was only 25% of the snaps Man. to begin with? Or I'm kind of reversing that, but you're going to have to play almost all of your defensive linemen. Who are available, and we're not sure how many are going to be available because, you know, my understanding is that you know the <coughs> the Togavillo Amosa test—that's you know one of these from this week, one of the newer ones. Um, so you know, contact, what a, what,
0: contact tracing certainly would come into play.
1: Yeah, and it's like, what about the guys from last week? Are there defensive linemen in that group? I I don't know, Um, but. I'm really, really interested to see how the defensive line manages its personnel usage on Saturday.
2: And there's available versus available and can really do well over 15 to 20 snaps because you missed so much time. I mean, that's if you're in quarantine and you're available, you'll probably play fine. And If you were in isolation and you're just now available, you might not play as
0: well. That, Although, you know, there there is a flip side to this because if you listen to Mike Norvell, the Florida State head coach from earlier this week, who himself is coming out of uh, uh, isolation and having tested positive for COVID their offensive line has been a mess. And I don't think that that's all injury related. Uh, they have used like nine or 10 different guys. One of their starters hasn't played yet. I'm not sure. I think that's injury related. They started a true freshman last week. They have two red shirt freshmen. In addition to that true freshman that are listed at the top of their depth chart as is a sophomore. So, you know, I mean, I, I think their quarterback situation is and we'll get more into this in second segment. When we talk about Travis, their quarterback situation obviously isn't ideal, but I think their offensive line situation is worse. They were beaten at the line of scrimmage by Georgia tech. Obviously they were beaten at the line of scrimmage overwhelmed by Miami. They're not, they're not keeping anybody off the quarterback. I, you know, James Blackman gives them the best chance to throw the football, but he had no time whatsoever to do anything against Miami. It stems from the offensive line.
1: That Jordan Travis will have no chance on Saturday well, night. Well, he's a better
0: runner. At least they use him as a guy. They use him as a runner even when he's not at quarterback sometimes. That's I like it he,
1: when uh, Notre Dame uses Jeremiah wusu Kormo as a runner, but on defense because that's what's going to happen to Jordan <laughs> Travis. <laughs>
0: He'll be he'll, yeah, he'll be chasing. Travis is a tough kid, but man, he he's he's in for a world of hurt if that offensive line can't be more cohesive than it's been.
2: Yeah, it's just I mean, when you break it down and use individual plays and individual players, you always find something for Florida State that'll impress you, and then you just watch seventy snaps in a year or two, and you see they're below five hundred over the last twenty eight games, and there's just they're, they're not Look, like they, they made some, if you go, if you watch that Florida state Notre game in 2018 when Notre was ahead and then when Bush stopped completing passes, their receivers were making great plays after a while. And at no point ever did it matter that their receivers were making great plays. Right. It was just, they made you know, make some plays.
0: What's astonishing is the last three years and three games, they're 19 and 22. And the five years before that, they were 59 and nine. I mean, it's
2: impossible. I mean,
0: It's like, it's like, it's a completely different program. And and, I mean, and they're playing like a completely different program. And I've said, they don't seem to be playing with a lot of pride and there's all, there's the stuff that happened during the summer when they, I mean, they turned on Norville immediately. He hadn't even hardly been there yet. Um, You know, and you had the wide receiver that was questioning and that's Warren Thompson. He's playing now. Um, It's just, it's not a good situation at, At Florida State, chemistry matters a lot—an awful lot—and I think that that's that's the biggest difference right now. I want to get into Kevin Austin. We mentioned this in our instant analysis, but Brian Kelly was asked once again about, you know, is is Kevin Austin actually going to get fifteen to twenty snaps, like you indicated on Monday? And he said they have to be careful with him uh, because he's, you know, still only quote eleven weeks out from the fifth metatarsal, but that's a serious injury. But he'll be on the field and and. he just needs to get on the field, get his feet wet, and then be more prepared against Louisville moving forward.
2: Great news that he'll be on the field. That's that's the best news. I was, I was going to be skeptical until I saw him on the field, and now, I mean, I'm Brian Kelly's not coach speaking this one. He's going to play Kevin Austin, and I think it's perfect that they go 15, 20 snaps. Um, they need him more as time goes on, but Tim, right. He wouldn't look. Look good against Louisville. He didn't get on the field at all against. Where they really playing? Florida State.
1: I mean, it's yeah, it's a build up for Louisville, right? And I don't, did we set prop bet over under for Austin catches? Like if it, if he had a Lindsey South Florida or Wilkins Duke performance, I think that would be you would take that in a second if you're nervous. Yeah, doing. I'd
2: like to see a Wilkins Duke performance where he's they're kind of looking for him and he makes some plays like that. That would be awesome. Well,
1: Louisville. I prefer like. Him surpassing the catches, yardage, and touchdown for Notre Dame's entire receiving core to date <laughs> in, in 15 snaps. He just yeah. what he was
0: it? Uh, I, O'Malley, I brought this to the, your attention near the end of Notre Dame's notes. It has the longest plays of the year so far in two games, and the top nine longest plays do not involve a wide receiver.
2: It's it so is that amazing. Tells you where
0: the, that tells you uh, where they are. Yeah, you well, need to
2: get. Lindsey Healthy, Lindsay Healthy will, will end that, though. Yeah, I and I
0: think, you know, I, I, I think Louisville's defense is bad enough that Notre will, you know, mm-hmm. even if they spit some points out to Louisville like they did, uh, you know, last year, uh, Austin's really going to be needed against Pittsburgh because right. points could really be at a premium on that day. What else from uh, Brian Kelly that we wanted to uh, – I, I guess talking about wide receivers, and and uh Braden Lindsey. I mean Lindsay is a hundred percent healthy and now you know, now he needs to emerge this week as a guy. Okay, this is a starter, we've got our yeah. starter back. Uh he needs to get starter targets and starter touches this week. It's been
1: it's 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 been a really long build for Lindsay, has it not? Like I I kinda wanna see it the light go on for a few weeks in a row before I'm like this is a difference maker. Yeah, well, yeah, Clearly it's, he's it's, got, you know, he can flash, but I mean, we're talking about Florida state players the way that they could flash too. You know, as an every down receiver, I just, I need, I need to see that. Hopefully he's ready to, to start delivering in that he, way.
0: He has to, he has to stay on the field. You, you can't have concussion issues. You can't, I know he can't help these things, but hamstring issues. He had the sleep disorder issue that he was dealing with last season. Didn't even make the trip to North Carolina due largely to that. I mean, Pete, you're absolutely right, and uh, you know, it's not anything that he's doing wrong per se. He, was, he wasn't strong enough. He reiterated again the other day when he came in that he said after two or three days, he talked to his parents. It's like, it's not going to happen here my freshman year. I'm not ready. I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough now, but now they need him to be that moving forward.
2: I think if Lindsay is not the X factor when we finish this month, that's a good thing. Lindsay is just the player at the end of this right. month. Four games coming up, Lindsey should just be one of the players and then let somebody else be the X Factor going into November that needs to uh, push Notre name over the top because Lindsey has to be one of their, going forward, he has to be one of their two best weapons on offense, right? I mean, three, three best weapons on offense. We'll say it that way. Tremble, Austin, Lindsey. And then, of course, the running game is the whole, the whole, I mean, passing game, the running game is the whole. It doesn't matter which running back has a good year. Someone's going to have a good year behind that line.
0: More talk about Notre Dame versus Florida State and Notre Dame personnel in segment two, Burning Up the Boards, coming up.
1: Indiana Dunes Tourism, located between Chicago and South Bend in northwest Indiana, is a proud supporter of Irish Illustrated. Extend your Notre Dame visit with a trip to the nation's newest national park. Visit IndianaDunes.com.
0: Irish Illustrated Insider Segment Two, Burning Up the Boards. We start with ND Band 94. What do you think we can realistically get from the Notre Dame pass game against Florida state, given the amount of time we had off and the receivers were returning from injury and protocol?
1: I don't, I don't have high expectations for the pass game this weekend. I don't, this doesn't strike me as a big step forward type of moment. I mean, some of that is the three week layoff. I think some of his guys who have been in and out of COVID protocols. So I didn't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to read too much into what Notre Dame's passing game is on Saturday night, probably because I just, I don't think it's going to set the world on fire.
2: Yeah. Um, I like I think as long as Notre Dame's offense is something that makes this game easy for them. And by the middle of third quarter and fourth quarter, I won't care too much about the passing game. I don't think we should give too much of a pass. No pun intended to them. However, because you do have really good tight ends and running backs as part of the passing game and you have Braden Lindsey healthy at some point hit somebody book right I mean there's you have you have two really good receiving tight ends you have running backs that can catch you have a healthy fast guy in Braden
0: Lindsay yeah and I just want to remind you guys that a, a true freshman quarterback from Georgia Tech where they were running triple option two years ago threw for 277 yards against Florida State Derek King had 317 Jacksonville State threw for 244 so um, <laughs> you know so far it's been a pretty easy Florida State defense to throw against. Their pass rush has not been ferocious. Josh Kando is back now, though, and he'll give him a boost. But it, up to this point, you know, when a true freshman quarterback from Georgia Tech in the opener of the season throws for 277, and he didn't throw 50 times.
2: No, I I just think ND will run so well that over the sure. course of the game. Yeah,
0: it, true. But there's you know, look, there's going to be there almost undoubtedly is going to be some timing issues. Ian Book needs rhythm and he needs to string games together. Rarely does he come out of a, a break of this magnitude and is, is sharp, especially with receivers that he hasn't developed a degree of chemistry with in games.
2: Clark Delabar wants someone on the same note, which is more likely. Book throws for 225, a single running back rushes for 150, or Clark Lee's defense has a shutout. Shutouts wow. are hard. Yeah,
1: say. the 225. Yes, it's by by a pretty wide, right? Pretty wide right. margin.
0: Yeah, the running back rushing for 150. I, I don't. Florida State hasn't been gashed horribly by the running game up to this point, so I don't. A single running back getting 150. I think you you would need a uh, you need a, a really long run in there.
2: Yeah, I think if Brian Kelly was, I, I, I he really helped me out with his answer to my running back question, the running back by committee. If if he was honest about it, and I think he is. They have so many they can use. One guy getting one fifty. Tim, you're right. It's <laughs> got to be a seventy five yard run. Plus your other runs add up to seventy five yards. That's a that's a tough one for this season. I think now that they've gone through uh, South Florida already, where yeah, they, all, yeah. they just raise their hand to run for one fifty against South Florida.
0: I mean, you don't think he does have four quarters to 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 get back in a in a rhythm? I mean, I I think book throws for two twenty five. I think he throws for two twenty five unless they unless they run so much. But I, you know, I just I don't. The three opponents haven't run all over Florida State. It's been a combination of bad football across the board that has led to their two losses. He
2: threw for 261 in three quarter three quarters against Duke. So, I mean, he can throw for 225 in this game, right?
0: Yep, yep, yep. Next question from the real Bob Nas. Who do you see providing the spark that gets the Irish out of the malaise from the extended time off? Special teams, defensive line, or Kevin Austin?
1: Uh none of the above. I I, I think Saturday night is gonna be kind of a malazy type of performance. I don't um I have a hard time seeing Notre Dame coming out looking sharp or crisp. Um and I think if they run away from Florida State, it's gonna say way more about Florida State than it does about Notre Dame.
2: I know there's issues with the defensive line, but as long as one of those issues is not Fosky, I can go with Isaiah Foskey providing a spark as a pass rusher again here. Um special teams would be great. If they could do that again, I know it was South Florida. They don't. They didn't have a collegiate snapper involved in that game, and that's where a lot of the spark came from. But if you could keep the special teams involved, I think that that you know when when special teams have success, they start feeding off it and stuff like that. Um, Kevin Austin, I I still expect just Kevin Austin trying to round himself into shape. So
0: right, yeah, I'd pick Austin third to answer the question. Special right. teams second, and again the the Florida State D, uh, offensive line is really really trying to patch it together here. So I would choose defensive line to answer that question.
2: Way to go, K-Man. Yeah, these are put put the two here. questions.
0: Yeah. Put the two questions together for me, Tim, please. All right.
2: First way to go, K-Man, Clark Lee is at a couple of weeks to prepare for Florida State, which is a good point. I hadn't thought about that. What kind of looks and schemes do you think he will show against a first time starting quarterback? And that's combined with Wash ND's D's second ever question. Do you think Notre Dame employs a similar game plan to the USF game where they'll be focusing on stopping the run and dare Jordan Travis to beat them through the air? A lot of one-on-one coverage situations or will they play the quote top gun Iceman" defense and just be patient conservative and wait for FSU to make a mistake?
1: There's a lot there. Um, (laughs) I, I don't feel like two weeks to prepare for Florida state. Is that all that relevant? Um, Florida he only State needed
2: four days. days. What, what do you need, a day and a half? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. Florida State's really bad. They have they have a quarterback who's a Louisville transfer, um, who was behind Tate Rotomaker and then also James Blackvin So I, there's nothing about Florida State that I think Clark Lee is like, thank God we had this extra time so I could hold them to negative points. Um, I But I do think the defensive game plan will be different than USF because USF did not Really have a living, breathing quarterback in the passing game. Um, Florida State does, so I would, I would just wait for Florida State to implode, and if that takes
0: a quarter and a half, so be it. I don't think that's what you do. I, I think, I think you turn them loose. Uh, I, you know, but their offensive line's been under such, such siege, and I don't, you know, I mean, living, breathing quarterback. I agree with that because I think he's a, he's a competitor, and he finds ways to have success but Blackman is a Blackman is still a better alternative throwing the football and if you put pressure on this guy I'm telling you if they don't if they don't get a couple picks this game I'm really going to be surprised because I don't think that he is in any way prepared to handle this pass rush I think he can he might be able to run away from it or he might be able to run through some tackles because I really think he looks to me like a running back playing quarterback
1: I think I actually agree with you on this. So I what I'm saying is like I wouldn't leave Terry one on one and dare Jordan Travis okay. to throw it.
0: No, I, I agree would, with that.
1: I would sort of like back a guy out of the box and make Travis sort of read it out and then hope your your four beat their five up front, which is probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, I
0: don't know that Terry is a hundred percent. He's been battling some leg issues, so you know maybe they would feel a little bit more comfortable about that. They do it. I mean, they do have – they use a lot of wide receivers. They have an excellent uh, – um, you know, the running backs. They've got a, they've got a group of running backs that, that I think are pretty good. Uh, but, I, you know, I just think that – I think you go in a, attack mode. You've got a bad offensive line and an inexperienced guy throwing the football. They've given up nine sacks, six up more to Miami. Um, but I, I think you. T- I don't think you wait. I don't, I don't think there's any reason to sit back and wait on this group. you got to be a little bit careful, like you say, Pete, on the back end with, with some of their receivers. But I think Notre Dame can handle them.
2: CMU Penns fan, how big of a curve will you grade Notre Dame on this weekend after the three of absence? Are they on paper? Clearly better than Florida State. But is this one of those weeks where the aim is to just win, stay healthy, and avoid a nail-biter?
0: Kind of. I mean kind of get get out, get out of the gate early and and build a lead so that you're you never feel like you're in danger uh you know you, I mean sounding like a coach, your your aim is to be fundamentally sound when you haven't played in 3 weeks um you know tackle well that that's a challenge uh execute the layups you know I mean if you make the plays you should make this won't be a close game
1: I think only the offensive line is that's the only group that I would sort of grade this weekend somewhat harshly on. Uh, they should be fine. They should not have a drop-off. They are playing really well, and they get a, a test with Kando and Marvin Wilson. So that that's a group that I'd hold to a very high standard. I think pretty much every other part of the team, though, I'm sort of like, well, three weeks off, COVID absences, availability issues, uh, I'm sort of lowering expectations for almost everything else
0: yeah and Tim I'm sorry tim but the 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 insider from Florida State that you spoke with he talked about the linebackers at 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 Florida State really really falling short of what they need on that second level of the defense
2: yeah, I was about to piggyback Pete's uh, offensive line by saying the running backs and what they should be able to do to this defense um, I, I mean I guess the running backs have been hit though too, so we don't know what how how back they all are. I, you know, you have five good ones right now. Um, is, Jameer Smith is obviously back because he missed the South Florida game. As long as you have two more guys with Jameer Smith, Jameer Smith, you should be, I would, I would, I'm going to grade the running backs along with the offensive line as I think they better, they have to be able to show up. Um, Book's got to hit the layups. I don't care how much time he missed. Book has to hit these layups. This, that was Ian Book built his career and his taking over Brandon Wimbush's job because he hits the layups. So this is, I'm just I don't understand it (laughs) I don't understand like I mean I like Ian Book I I I I was always thinking to myself why don't people think he will play well this year like he did in November until you got to Wisconsin or Clemson I could see those defenses obviously being better than him but I never in a million years thought he would scuffle against Duke and gosh, I mean he was he didn't scuffle against South Florida obviously they're in control but he just didn't look like the Ian Book of November, and I thought he would. And he—I don't care how much time he missed. I think he should be sharp enough in the short passing game.
0: I don't. At least I don't. The first quarter. You know, you can say three star, four star. I don't think that Ian Book has any physical limitations. No, preventing preventing him from making accurate throws. He hasn't, right? And he's a great yeah.
2: athlete. I mean, he can, he can make play. He makes millions of plays with his feet. He's probably run for 60 first, 65 first downs in his career at Notre Dame. It's going to take these running backs two years to get to that. that. I mean, he he makes that many plays. So I I understand it. I mean, he's been out and they've been out. So, and the receiving situation, but I think you need Ian book to be a guy that starts to emerge as this is, look, we're playing Florida state. I'm the two-time captain. He he should play well in this game as the game progresses.
0: Yeah. Get a, get a quick start. I, I, you know, I know we can talk about, the three-week break, but he is, a, he is a 25-time starting quarterback. Get a quick start. Griff Dolazal, the multitude of tight ends and speed players Notre Dame has on its roster seems to leave the need for two true wideouts unnecessary. Thoughts on Notre Dame playing a more compacted offense with players like Armstrong, Tyree, Lindsay, and Kyron Williams all being on the field at the same time with one tight end.
2: Not enough blocking is the first thing I say. The second tight end and Javon McKinley have made it go so far. Um, I think I trust them to make it go the rest of the way, honestly. Now, I get his point. I like to see all these guys involved in the offense during the course of the game, but not at one point. I like the two tight ends. And uh, I like two tight ends, two running backs, and one wide receiver. That's kind of to his point, right? But you need the – I just think that the best thing Notre Dame does is block downfield and block at the line of scrimmage and run the ball right now.
1: I I would just like would I want Tremble and mayor and Austin and Lindsay. And I don't care what running back you put out there. I just want to see those other four guys out there at the same time that I, the two running back stuff at once. I don't, I mean, I think it's a changeup, not something that's a staple. So I, I, I want to see two tight ends as the regular thing, but then I want to see Austin and Lindsay out there too.
0: Well, my, my, my reaction to the question is, do you want to win a national title? <laughs> and what I, I mean, what I, I mean, do you want to be, do you want to play modern day 2020 football? And, and, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to have to force feed the football to your whiteouts and get the ball up the field. And I, and I, look, they run a variety of things, the two running back thing. that's it's, it's a novelty. I, I it, not that I, I don't know that that's being Well, Tyree, I guess Tyree Williams are mentioned in the question. But look, in in order to – the goal here is to win all your games and get into the playoffs and win both of those and win an ACC championship. I don't think that you can – I don't think you can go back in time and and you got to be able to get the ball down the field in certain games and against certain opponents. And, you know, Pittsburgh is – Pittsburgh is one of those opponents coming up. Uh, and Clemson is two weeks after that, so look, like they use a variety of things. I, I don't, I don't think what Tommy Reese is doing is is the issue here moving forward. Statman seventy two, should Notre Dame limit the number of receivers playing Saturday so Ian Book gets more reps with each of them under game conditions?
2: I found the question interesting because I hadn't thought about it. Um, I'm only up for limiting the number of receivers because it keeps the tight ends out there. Uh, you need to get Austin involved. So let's just say 15 snaps for Austin, okay? Just this week. Lindsay has to play a lot. McKinley has to play a lot. Maybe you are limiting the slot receiver and Joe Wilkins.
0: I would like to – I mean, That's Lindsay to needs say. to play. Yeah, Lindsay needs to be on the field. Skoranek yeah. needs to get reps because he's a proven I forgot about football Skoranek. receiver. Avery Davis, I think there's something to be gained there. Mm-hmm. And we know there is long term with Kevin Austin. Now, when Kevin Austin is completely healthy, you know, he should take reps away from McKinley and, and Wilkins.
2: Yeah, but I don't think he means, you know, Austin isn't going to be completely healthy this game. At this point, you're still. No, running. no,
0: no. I'm, yeah, moving forward, moving forward. P, what do you think? That's what practice is for. That's what I think. Like, I, I wouldn't
1: like set up a false rotation of receivers or limit it in any way in a game if that can help you win. Let's get, you know, the chemistry can be Tuesday and Wednesday. That's what I think about that. So, So, yeah, I I just don't see this as, like, that's a really convoluted way to approach the Florida State game. I I would think you would want to play more receivers if you're blowing out Florida State, not less.
0: I mean, if Joe Wilkins is earning reps, then he gets reps. If Javon McKinley is earning reps, whether it's as a blocker or a receiver, you play him. I mean, we don't see practice, and so I don't think, I mean, I tend to agree, I don't think that you limit just based upon a philosophy as opposed to those that are earning the right to be on the field.
2: No, I, I do wonder who earns reps over the second tight end, though. I mean, that automatically limits a receiver.
0: Sure. Uh, that's a tough call right now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that
2: makes it a tough <laughs> row. But I, I get what you're saying. There's still two positions you can rotate, and if the slot isn't a half position you can rotate. I mean, rotate, it's,
0: it's, it's re- a really, really difficult decision now to take Tommy Tremble off the field. Yeah. But, I mean, but you know what Michael Mayer is, is capable of as he progresses in his career. So I
2: think Brock Wright comes off
0: the field. I, I don't think personnel is the issue no. here with your skill position people. It's the quarterback getting the football to your skill position people. Your offensive line's blocking. You've, you've, you've come up with a, with a blocking scheme that, that fits a couple of your running backs that you can now accentuate. It's, it's the quarterback making the layups to keep the chains moving and to get in the end zone.
2: Lombardi. Okay. One, how good can the linebackers be with a trio of starters in Owusu, Koromoa, White and Kaiser? It seems like they would have great fundamentals and a high high Q at their positions.
1: I'd say pretty good, but not as good as last year and not as good as the year before that. Um, I don't know. I, I just sort of, I think Notre Dame has a talented group of linebackers um, I don't I don't think it's like an otherworldly group, but um you know, Jeremiah Usu Cormo is probably a first round or certainly a day two pick. Um, but I think everybody else in that group is is a good college player.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say that you know, Drew White and, and Jack Kaiser, of course, Kaiser won't be available this week, but I you know, those are good college football players. You can win a vast majority of your games with those two guys as your as your two inside linebackers.
2: You know when they'd be better? is if all three of those guys are starting against Florida State uh, next Labor Day. Because Jack Kaiser and Drew White will be really good college football players after playing another year of football. And Jeremiah Usu cormoro will be awesome if he somehow comes back.
0: Yeah,
2: That, that is – Kaiser needs some time. I mean, Kaiser's not going to always look like a genius like he did against South Florida. He probably had two reads, and one of them he knew they weren't going to do because they couldn't throw. Um, I mean if you think about Jack Kaiser he had an incredible game. I bet you he came out of that game thinking man that was easier than I thought it was gonna be because <laughs> there just wasn't that much going on
0: for him no there wasn't but I mean you got and, and I know you agree with me I mean you gotta like the way he reads his keys and oh, yeah, school, yeah. and he and he and he you know he is like white in that he knows where he's supposed to be and what he's supposed to do when he's out there and he at least I mean, for Think about how, regardless how bad South Florida is, even if you were playing Jacksonville State, to 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 have a performance like that in your first starts. Yo, he was
2: outstanding. I'm I do not think I know I, I
0: know you're not I know you're not I know you're not. But they are all they are high IQ football players. There's no doubt. Matty, he's 14.
2: Tim, I'm sorry. The linebacker that's thing right. that's crazy to me is Bo Bauer won the nickel job. Say that last December. Say the last December, Bo Bauer is going to be the nickel linebacker next year. it's, it's amazing. Uh,
0: not yeah, not quite as amazing as uh, Notre Dame will be in the ACC this fall. Yeah. <laughs> but but pretty Notre Dame book.
2: Well, when you, yeah, better hit the layups. Yeah, right.
0: that's when, like you, the when you when you think thing. about the options that you have for a nickel. Right. right. That yes, that's that's uh, that's pretty surprising. Question from Maddie Heebs fourteen. Now that we are about to see Kevin Austin back in action, are we getting a true number one wide receiver who is capable of being one of the better receivers in the nation and a future NFL product?
1: He's <laughs> got five catches, right? And hasn't played in a year and a half, two years almost. He's, at, he's years. A, he didn't closer say, to two years.
0: He's asking whether that's what he will be.
1: I have no idea. I mean, is he we saw he had a, one really good spring practice. I I can vouch I can vouch for that. He was amazing. He was uh, the best player out there. March 10th, 5th, 15th. Fifth. Way back fifth? there. Okay. Yep.
0: March Different fifth, world.
1: Yeah. Um but that's it. You know, I I think we've I can, can we ask this question on November 1st?
2: Well, about November 10th, because <laughs> then we'll really know if he can get open yeah. or not. <laughs> but uh, no, I think, I, I mean, if Kevin Austin had not injured his foot and stayed active and just played these first two games, I think you'd like No Dame's wide receivers more because like, oh, yeah. he is their best wide receiver. He really is. I don't know if he's, you have so far to go to become a, you know how many good wide receivers there are right now in the world? <laughs> To become an NFL product. I just Everybody want Everybody has one. I would just <laughs> like. To see,
0: wouldn't you just like to see him as clearly the best receiver on the Notre Dame 2020 football team? Yes. I mean that that's that's step number one. Now, but having said that, you heard what Brian Kelly said about him on uh, Monday. I mean, he listed off all the tremendous abilities that he possesses, and then Braden Lindsay said, too short and to the point. Yeah, You know, when he was asked, what can we expect from, from Kevin Austin? He said a star. So, and we saw, you know, we did see him on a spring day and on March 5th do that. But I mean, right now, just be the best player at Notre Dame. I, I don't know if he can be one of the best players in the nation, a future NFL product. I think that he clearly has, he has some ingredients there that could lead to that
2: just to put a bow on this, I don't blame, um, subscribers and fans asking us, what is he like? Because I can't, can't remember <laughs> what he's like. Like when you're trying to get a comparison and you're struggling for Reba McKnight and Deveris Daniels and all these things. And I mean, who is he like? Let's, let's watch him play this game and we can all say who we think he looks like. Yeah, I don't
0: think, I mean, Matt heaps was asking a question. Is this a yeah. true number one and can he be that? And, uh, I don't think that he was stating that he was and, and, um, uh, I, he can be a true number one in Notre Dame. There's no doubt about that. And the rest, the rest we're going to know by November 1st or November 10th. And as long as he can stay on the field. Question from JJ Allwine. With Clemson and Miami happening Saturday night, I was wondering if we've seen enough to do a first-rate style Irish versus Canes analysis. With all due respect to Ian Book, I'll take Derek King. But does Notre Dame then win? You guys would too. So
1: magnanimous of you at (laughs) JJL, but
0: but but does Notre Dame then win across the board at other positions? I am personally, I'm not in a position to do a first rate type breakdown. I've been watching Miami, but I haven't studied them that closely. But they look pretty damn good from from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, I mean, their offensive line (laughs) was Florida State esque bad last year, and uh, they're not as good as Notre Dame or even that close. But man, they they're better. They've got to be a most improved group in yeah, the country. Yeah, they're, they're a lot better. Um, so, yeah, it's – they've – you know, we were talking about how Florida State always has some dudes, even if, like, the team is dysfunctional. Miami always has some dudes, even if the team is dysfunctional. Like, the dudes that we saw in 2017, they were the same ones that lost at Pittsburgh and got blown out, um, I think, by Wisconsin in the bowl game. But when they're, when they're on, they're on. And it seems like now that they have a, a difference maker, at quarterback, and a good offensive line. I mean, they, they lost, what, the ACC Defensive Player of the Year to an opt-out? Yeah. No yeah, problem. Gre- Gregory, Gregory Russo? Yeah. No problem. Just roll out another one. I mean, they've, they've, they've got a lot of athletes running around out there. Yeah, they do. I'm, and defensively, I'm looking forward have- to watching that.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of athletes defensively. Um, that was the thing that really struck out, or stuck out to me. Other than how bad Florida State was, was just seeing, or even the even the opener, just seeing them run on the back seven. Or, I'm sorry, against Louisville, they seem so fast. Again, they were tackling well. Bubba Bolden is a really good safety. Um, I have Fri- is it Gilbert Frierson's a very good linebacker. They have they have a lot of players, and they're gonna we're gonna find out how good those players are because they're gonna get a little bit of a test. They're gonna get tested more than Notre Dame is this weekend. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, we'll for sure. Find My, out about I,
2: Miami pretty quickly here.
0: Yeah, uh, but for sure. When I when you when you see them play against Louisville and Florida State, man, their defensive flow to the football Ooh. is good, and they're coming in waves. I mean, it's comparable to what we've seen from Notre Dame in recent years. I probably yeah. a probably a step quicker, maybe, or at least at least equal to all the talk about fastest Notre Dame defense in a while and all that. They're right there with them. Um, You know, Derek King. You don't think so? You don't think? I don't think it's the
2: fastest Notre Dame defense in a while. Oh, oh,
0: oh, that—that I thought you meant. You don't think that Miami? No, I think
2: Miami's faster than Notre Dame on defense. I'm not saying they're better. I'm saying they're faster.
0: I I would, I would agree with that. But the presence of Derek King uh, makes—you want to talk about a trickle-down effect throughout the whole team? I mean, that keeps your your defense off the field, and, and you have to you have to account for him at all times because he can break something with his arm or with his feet or uh, Brevin Jordan is an excellent tight end. And again, swarming to the football defensively, they're doing that. So we're going to know, we are going to know way, way more after this weekend, but uh, you know, Clemson has a way of, I don't think Clemson is going to, I don't think they're going to expose them the way they have. Clemson's still getting their feet under them. They can still, you know, you, they can still play poorly and win by 17. I, I get that.
2: Yeah. I am rooting pretty heavily for Clemson in that one. I want to see Clemson undefeated. Und-
1: oh, absolutely.
2: And Notre Dame doesn't play Miami, so that's a dangerous thing if Miami beats Clemson.
1: Yeah, it's, it is definitely a, be a big concern for Notre Dame in the ACC championship game yeah. if Miami beats Clemson. You're, that's a, that's a big tough, tough situation.
0: Okay, gentlemen. We are <laughs> – I actually remember, Tim. We're <laughs> at the point of our uh, Thursday Irish Illustrated Insider where we make predictions. I will have mine on Friday. Uh, you know that I'm picking the under. And what do you guys think about this game?
1: Uh, I love the under. Uh, I don't love the line. I, I, I've sort of been getting at this throughout the podcast. I, I just don't expect Notre Dame to play all that well on Saturday by sort of universal Notre Dame standards. Um but I also think that the defense will look like it usually does, which means that you can put one touchdown on the board for a power five opponent, but not a second one. Um, I don't see Notre Dame's offense breaking out. So I'm going to go, uh, 31, 10 Notre Dame.
2: Very close. I'm along. I'm in the under as well. I wrote it down. There it is. 31, 13. Ooh, I agree. We almost uh, could have been three weeks in a row. Pete with the same score that, uh, yeah, I'm in the 31-13 range. Um, that's 44 total points. I I agree with the one touchdown theory and then a couple of drives where Notre Dame rises up and holds the field goals. Um, there's an athlete involved in a touchdown coming for Florida State. That's how and it could be the quarterback. I just feel that there's I I think Clark Lee, he's reigned in better offenses than this, Tim, when he's needed to. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many offenses, no matter how many guys we're going name, he's reigned in better offenses than this. And unless your worst case scenario that Asante Samuel Jr. Pick six of, of a rusty fifth-year senior, three-time starter, two-time team captain, ex-MVP Ian Book. If we're worried about Ian Book throwing pick sixes to lose games, I, there's a reevaluation needed right now. He has all those things. He's been an MVP of the football team, a two-time captain, a three-year starter, and played in the playoff game. Let's avoid pick sixes.
0: Okay, well, I'm the one that said it, so blame me for, for saying <laughs> that. <But laughs> yeah, I, he
2: didn't do it yet. I'm not saying I he did
0: Yeah, I would put a cap offensively on Florida State at 13, but since I mentioned the pick six...
1: Ah, that could that,
0: could that could potentially add to that twenty. I still, man, I, that would be that would be a full maximization of their offense and a pick six. And I, I, twenty, it should be way too many for Florida State. Now, I'll say this: contrary to you, if if I feel 31-13 is one of my scores, so if I feel that tomorrow when I send the story to Jack, I'm staying with it.
1: I stay with
2: gonna... scores too. I just like to uh I was just upset with Pete getting me twice. That's all.
0: Man, <laughs> I, feel like, are...
1: I love that like, whoa, our scores are different by three points. We have yeah. a yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame. So uh, such variety.
0: <laughs> I, I would also say I see a cap on Notre Dame at thirty-one ish, thirty-four.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I wasn't ever yep. thinking higher than thirty-four, so I would guess I agree.
0: Just just the confluence of the situations. That, right. that's all. Right. Uh, you know, had Notre Dame had an off week and then played last week, and, you know, we might look at that a little bit differently. But uh, Nick Coleman,
2: Nick, last time these two played, Nick Coleman started the game off with an interception down to the one yard line or two yard line, and the game was over. If that happens again, game will be over again, and Notre Dame can score more than 31 right. points, right?
0: That's, so uh, you, you have 31 10. So you're saying Notre Dame covers by half a point?
2: We're at 31 13. I was 31 13. Yeah, I'm at oh, 21. Oh, you're,
0: you're, you're, okay, you're at 21. Okay, I tried. It's to a, good that. It it is is a, a good line. It is a good line. It's it, a really good line. Yeah. I, I, I do think it is a, a really, really good line. And uh, love the under. And when it's 44 to 33, blame us for. <laughs> with me, me, me in particular. One yeah. one touchdown? That's right. <laughs> well, we'd get a pass then, I think, if that <laughs> happened. But anyway, that's it for today's Irish Illustrated Insider. We appreciate you joining us. And we will back with be back with you folks on Saturday. I'll be at the stadium. Picking with O'Malley in pregame when Notre Dame prepares to play Florida State.